Selling wall art to portrait clients seems to be some sort of elusive skill that only a few people have, which I truly believe that is not the truth. If you want to sell more wall art to clients, you are absolutely in the right place. Join me today for the Focal Points podcast. You are listening to Focal Points, a podcast by Enphoto hosted by Dory Howell. You're in the right place to learn how to build a dynamic and sustainable photography business that you love. Hey, hey, welcome to the Focal Points Podcast. I'm so glad that you are here. My name is Dory Howell. I'm your host for this show. And today we are going to be talking about how to sell more wall art to clients. I firmly believe in my heart of hearts, deep down in my soul, that you need to be enthusiastic about selling products to your clients. Most of the successful photographers that I know are selling products to clients. And there's a lot of issues around doing that, especially with newer photographers when they get into pricing and selection and what to sell and all those different things. And I'm not going to talk about those things today. What I'm actually going to talk about are some of the steps and the ideas that I have when it comes to selling products to my clients. Now, if you go back a few episodes, I talked about some of these things in how to sell more albums to clients. And honestly, I think fundamentally, the idea is the same when you want to sell products. But I decided to break this up into two different podcasts. Even though you're gonna hear some of the same ideas, you might hear them communicated in a little bit different way based with certain products, and that might help you in your studio. So first of all, before we even get started, I have a little housekeeping and I hope you can help me with. If you listen to this podcast on iTunes or Spotify or Stitcher or anything else, and they have a review platform, I would love, love, love for you to go in and review this podcast, give it your five-star review, let others know that you're gaining some value from it. I would appreciate that so very, very much. And then the second thing, total shameless plug as well, who would you like to have me interview on this podcast? And I don't really do an interview style, so let me rephrase that. Who would you like to have me have a conversation with? And what would you like us to talk about? Shoot me a PM on Instagram, go follow me at the Dory Howell on Instagram and send me a message and say, hey, I think you need to take a look at this photographer. This photographer is doing really great things. I would love to hear them talk more about this. Let me know because I'm out there and I see a lot of things, but I cannot see all the people in the industry that are helping shape what it is becoming today and who you are enjoying. And I want to have those people on the podcast. So housekeeping again, number one, go review the program. We so, so appreciate it. Number two, let me know who you want to hear. Shoot me a message on Instagram at the Dory Howell and let me know who you want to hear and I will do my best to get them on the show. Okay, let's get back to selling more wall art. I love wall art so much. If you've been in my home or if you followed me on my social media, and I haven't done this a while, but I might do this in um, the social media promotion for this episode, do some stories or some reels about how I display wall art in my home. I love big wall art. I am not the type of home that you're going to walk into when you're going to see a bunch of eight by tens and five by sevens in a gallery wall going up the stairs or something like that. Now I do have one wall in my living room that I do have smaller pictures on, but for the most part, I love big wall art. My biggest canvas that I have in my home down one hallway is I think 34 inches by 70 inches. That was an image that I took in Grand Cayman. And then there's a Peter Lick original that I have of the Thomas Jefferson Memorial in Washington, DC. That is 64 inches across and I believe 28 inches high. And that's in my dining room. In my 
family room, I have a collection of 17 by 24 inch canvases of places that we've traveled. I have a 40 by 60 canvas and another place in my home of tulips, of a tulip festival that we went to in Skagit Valley. So to, needless to say, let's just say, I love big wall art and I love albums too, but today we're talking about wall art and those are some of the ways that I'm going to display those in my home. And what I'll do is I'll do a special blog post with pictures of that so you can see it and I'll link it in the show notes page so you can see how I do this. But also I seem to attract a lot of my clients that like wall art and want big wall art in their home and that's what I sell them. And the thing that's so interesting about it is that I never put two and two together, the fact that I love wall art so much. So why was it so easy for me to sell wall art to my clients? And I kind of figured it out in my photography journey and my sales journey and the fact that I sell a lot of wall art to my clients because I love wall art. It's how it's displayed. It's how I show it. It's how I talk about it. I talk about it in a very exciting way way that it's something that I love. And it's almost like when you see you get a really great product or you buy a really great shirt and someone compliments you on it and you say, oh, thanks, this is where I got it. And this is how I do it. And I can style it like this or this or this. That's kind of how it is with me in wall art. So the number one step that I think that you need to really truly embrace if you want to sell any kind of product in your business, but specifically wall art, is you need to be excited about it and you need to experience it in your home. Do you have canvases in your home? Have you ordered samples? Have you been able to show them off to people? I really believe that we are missing the boat when it comes to selling these bigger items in the fact that you need to believe in it and you need to have it, it's, you need to experience it in your home so that you are excited about it. I love my big canvases. I smile every time I walk by my 30 by 70 in my hallway of Grand Cayman because it brings back such great family memories for me. I can go back to that spot sitting on Seven Mile Beach, watching my daughter play in the in the small waves there. It was at sunset. We had just done a professional photo shoot, but I also had my camera because I wanted, I had this plan for what I wanted in my home. And I love that piece of art so very, very much. And how I talk about it, you can probably tell in my voice that I love it. I'm very passionate about that piece of art that I created for my walls. And clients notice that excitement as well. So if you are not selling a wall art piece that you are really, really excited about, and you're just going through the motions of selling something to your clients that you think they might be interested in, I want to encourage you to get excited about something. So if it's not canvas wall art, maybe it's acrylics, maybe it's framed canvas, maybe it's framed prints, whatever you want that lights you on fire, as you talk about it, that is what your clients are going to be drawn to. The second thing you need to do when you're selling wall art is that you need to believe that your clients want it. And does every client want wall art? Probably not, but I also believe that not every client knows about all the fabulous options that we have available to us as professionals. They only see what maybe they could get at Walmart or Costco or um, I, I think even Office Depot in the States offers canvases now. They only see those low-end consumer-grade products. They don't see what we have. We know what we can sell them. We know how beautiful it will look in their home. So you need to believe 
that they want it and they need it. It's a mind shift in the fact that it makes the selling easier because you know that it's easier to sell something to someone if they want it versus feeling like you're in the position of being that pushy salesperson of trying to convince them that they want it. But if you believe in your heart of hearts that they want it, it doesn't feel so pushy. You're just showing them something that you love that you know that they will enjoy. The third step to being able to sell more wall art to clients is the fact that you need to talk about wall art. You need to talk about it. You need to show it in your social media. You need to show it on your website. You need to show the options that you have. Every time you talk with them from the inquiry to the first conversation, if you do a pre-session phone call to the session itself before the actual sales appointment or sales process, you need to be talking about wall art. My wall art's expensive, I'm not gonna lie. And there aren't a lot of clients that come in, even though I prep them ahead of time, they always think, oh, I'm just gonna get a few prints, I'm just gonna get a few digitals. And they may not actively be thinking that they wanna have wall art in their homes. But the more I talk about it, the better it gets in their mind of like, yeah, you know what? Dory makes a good point there. That is something that we really, really might wanna take advantage of. Then you need to show them the samples. You need to show them maybe pictures of it on your wall. Like I said, it needs to be shown in your social media. It needs to be shown on your website. You need to display that. When you get a sample and do a reel of you doing an unboxing or where you're putting it on the wall, show them how they can use it and how you enjoy it and how you're excited about it. The next thing is a little bit different because psychologists have actually done studies about how children feel in homes where their images are displayed. Now it could be a four by six, but let me tell you, a big 24 by 24 canvas, framed canvas, does has a much bigger impact with your children. I have one child, her picture is all over my house. There is no one who walks even in our front door that doesn't see what we value in our home, which is our child. They open the front door, we open the front door to let them in and there's a 24 by 24 framed canvas, big as day, as soon as they walk in, they cannot miss it. And everyone comments on that picture. And I don't have it there for the compliments. I have it there because I want my daughter to know how truly precious and important she is to us every time she walks through the halls in our home. I want her to know how important our family is. And I have pictures of her and I have pictures of my family. And I just believe that that is so, so very important. It raises their self-esteem and lets them know they are valued and so precious in your family. And if they see that every day, it's a great subtle reminder, especially when you're going through hard times. My daughter's 14. Not every day is a picnic, let me tell you. And if you can show that in your home subconsciously to them, I believe that's so very, very important. Now, before I go on to six ideas and more, I just want to stop and let you know about this special from Enphoto. Some of the products that I really, really love from Enphoto are their presentation options that they give photographers, from their album box to wooden cases to gift boxes to slip cases. There's so many different options that you never ever have to present your client with just a stack of prints again. You can really put together a beautiful, cohesive presentation that also allows for you to have the USB with that, not have the USB. It truly is customizable. If you're looking for a great way to present your prints to your clients, head over to photo today and take advantage of their beautiful offers for print presentation. 
All right. Well, we love Enphoto because they sponsor this podcast and it's something that's so awesome and gracious of them to do for our photography community. But if you haven't grabbed your sample, go to the show notes page and get that sample because guess what? You can use it on wall art. So the next thing that is so great and how you can have this conversation with clients is you can actually have them imagine into the future of passing down this wall art to generations. I know that a lot of people, especially younger generations that I work with, and I work with, I would say a clientele that is on average at least 15-ish years younger than me. So I know that when I was 15 years younger, I wasn't necessarily thinking down into the future, but as I've gotten older, I can realize how important these images are. And I know that that image that I have that I spoke of earlier of my daughter in the entryway of my home that everyone sees, that's not just for my enjoyment. My daughter is going to have that when I am no longer here and she's going to be able to hang it in her home or maybe give it to her children or give it to their her grandchildren. It's something that truly is going to last for generations. That is why I also encourage people to work with a really good lab that has wonderful products that will stand the test of time. Being able to let your client see into the future and see how these images and the products that you sell will be cherished by generations to come makes your work incredibly more valuable. And it makes it valuable from the point from an emotional perspective and also from a financial perspective. People aren't so inclined to spend thousands of dollars of something that they're going to put on the wall that may only be there for a season or two. But once you start talking about putting something on the wall that's going to be there until, you know, a hundred years from now, that makes it much more valuable to them. And that's where it needs to happen. They need to see the value of how they will enjoy this, not just for their generation, but generations to come. And wall art sales is something that will be enjoyed for generations to come. The next thing is that you need to assume the sale. And this is a mindset shift for a lot of people. Most of us, at least when I was newer in the business, I went into these sales situations, whether it was online or in person, hoping that I made some money and hoping that they would buy stuff. And I'm crossing my fingers as if you could see me like fingers crossed. Oh, I hope they buy some of this stuff. I hope they like it. It's an incredible, incredible, empowering thing when you can go into these sales sessions and these sales situations, because I know not everybody's doing sales sessions or sales appointments, but you're all doing sales on some sort of level. You want them to buy your products. There's a wonderful, wonderful thing that happens when you shift from, oh, I hope they like it. Oh, I hope they're going to buy something. Oh, I hope this is a good day for my bank account. I hope they love it. To assuming, I know they're going to love it. I know they're going to buy these products. I know they're going to enjoy these in their home. I know that I can provide a great service. This doesn't happen overnight. It doesn't happen overnight for anyone who is offering anything for sale. It doesn't matter if you're selling a car, you're selling high-end wall portraits, or if you're selling digital files. Assuming that people want what you are selling is a mindset shift that we all need to make. But here's the thing, and I say this all the time, people aren't forced to hire you. And when they hire you, they should know what they're going to be offered in any sort of sales situation. They should know the products that you offer. They should already want to order some of these products. It shouldn't be 
a, a situation where you're feeling like you're forcing anything on them because they hired you by choice. They should want what you have to sell and the products that you're offering. If they don't, you kind of have to wonder why they hired you in the first place. I've always been confused about that, where I'll hear photographers say, well, they didn't want anything that I had to sell. Well, then why did they hire you? That doesn't make sense to me. And that's not necessarily the photographer's choice, I'll say, but it can become our problem when we're in a situation and we're offering them the products that we sell and they're not enjoying them and they're not, doesn't look like they're going to buy anything. I don't understand why clients do that. And we've all had that happen. I've had that happen in my 15 years of experience where people have gotten in the sales room and they're just like, well, we don't really want anything. And I'm like, okay, do you not like the images? No, the images are beautiful. We love the images. They cry through the, they cry through the slideshow. And then all of a sudden they're like, oh, we're not going to, I don't think we want anything. It's been a total waste of my time. That's why I believe setting things up from the very beginning on what you offer and what you sell is so very, very important. That's why I say you go back and you show what you're selling. You put it in your social media, you put it on your website, you talk about it from the very beginning because doing those steps at the beginning are gonna make the sales process so much easier. You're not gonna feel like you're selling. So you wanna assume that they are going to buy the things that you want to sell them, that they have seen those things, you've showed them samples, all of the things so that it's an easy, easy process. So you want to assume the sale. So here's some technical tips that make the process a little bit easier. And also, again, you're talking about wall art, so you need to show them some kind of physical ways that this wall art can be in their home. You need to measure for wall art in their homes. Now, you can do this several different ways. You can have them send a picture to you. It can even be a cell phone picture of... They put an eight by 10 piece of paper up, tape it to the wall. They send you a picture and you can scale it in a bunch of different ways. Envue is a product that I use. You can get a discount on a program with them and you can put it up. You can show things, the wall art to them to scale in their home. So they send you a picture. It has an eight by 10 picture. You put it into Envue, you calibrate it for that eight by 10 picture, and then you can load wall art into it. I will put the link to Envue and the discount codes in the show notes. So you can take advantage of that if you want. I think it's a great product to use all across the board for sales, but putting, um, mocking up these type of images for people is really important. People always, always will lean towards buying a size that is smaller than they should if they don't see the mock-up. If they see the mock-up and they see it size to scale, it's much better, it's much easier for them to envision those larger sales. Because if you tell some people, oh, I think a 40 by 60 would look great here, just by hearing the word 40 by 60, they're gonna freak out and say, oh my gosh, that's giant. I that's way too big for our home. We don't want that. But if you show them in real size, a mock-up of a 40 by 60 on that same wall, guess what might happen? You know what? That does look a little small there. Dory was right. I think we need to go a size bigger. I always sell bigger sizes when I'm using mock-ups. And you can do that in a few different programs. Envue is my favorite to do it. And you can also do it in Fundy and you can do it in ProSelect and probably a few others. There's a discount code for Envue and Fundy in the show notes page right now. Now, the other thing you can do to besides measuring, a practical tip is you can offer incentives 
to buy wall art. And this is very similar to what I discussed about with albums. So with my albums, I offer discount towards digital files. And you can do the same with wall art. If you want them to buy everything, album, wall art, digital files, prints, the whole bit, it would be my suggestion that you put together a package that gives some incentive for them to purchase that next level up. Without that incentive, that doesn't mean people won't do it, but it just gives a little, I don't know, a little icing on the top of the cake, if you will, to offer an incentive. I offer $100 incentives to people who want to buy. So if they buy an album, my full normal priced selection of an album and digital files, and I'll say, hey, you know what? Because you purchased that, I'll give you $100 off any wall art. Would you like to get a piece of wall art for your home? 50% of the time they do it and I'll take it. It's a really great way to increase your sales without having to go find new clients. So I talked a little bit about mock-up options. And this is something that I do for my clients, just like with my albums, when they come in, either for their selection appointment, which I do over Google Meet, or I have it put in their gallery for when they're doing sales online. I show them some mock-up options. So the only way I can do that most effectively is if I've gotten pictures of their homes. Now they can send me the picture, but if I have some free time and they're not too far away and it works out with my schedule and they're open to it, I will actually go in and photograph their homes. And some people actually make this a requirement is just a part of the process when you work with them. And that's fine. It shows an extra service, an extra level of care, an extra level of attention to detail, which I think people really, really like. But there's some people who may not want you to do that, or it doesn't work with the schedule, or they live two hours away, or that type of thing. They can send you those pictures, but those pictures can be gold when it comes to showing up those mock-ups. And the great thing about mock-ups is it takes us right into our next step, is it makes the selection process so much easier. And we talked earlier in this episode that you want to make it easy, right? And they don't want to have too many choices and you want to be excited about those choices, but you just want to make the process easy for them. So by showing them mock-ups, by talking about it, all these steps that we've talked about up until this point, that helps them make the selections easier. We know a confused buyer their answer is always going to be no. So if you confuse them in the sales process or the selection process, they're not going to go for any wall art or upgrades or anything like that. But if you make it easy and clear and you can visually show them what they're going to be buying, that makes it that much easier for them to say yes. And part of that is keeping the design process easy through those steps. You don't want to be sitting there going back and forth in an appointment haggling over sizes and that kind of stuff. By the time you get to an appointment, you really, really want to make that design process easy. So the way that I do this in my business is that when we're going through images, I take note of the images that they like the best. And then when it comes to picking out the wall art, then I say, well, these are your favorite images. And it has been my experience that people want to show their favorite images on the wall. So instead of going through a gallery of 45 images or 30 images of them trying to narrow it down again, I've already narrowed that down for them 
based on their selections that they've chosen. So I've basically taken their choices and say, these are your favorite ones. These are the ones that I would consider for wall art and go from there. So helping them in the selection process with every step, leading them in the direction that they want to go. You're not leading them to try and sell or be pushy or just make more money. You're leading them in the direction that they want to go. Or Actually, they're leading you in the direction that they want to go. So keep it as easy as possible. And the last thing I just want to mention is that I cannot, I cannot, I cannot stress enough having samples that you can show them either at the session, at the consultation, at the sales appointment, whenever you meet them in person so that they can start to visualize themselves on this wall art. It's very, very important that you do that. Now, you don't have to offer everything that Enphoto sells when it comes to wall art. You don't have to offer every size. You don't have to offer every finish. Narrow it down so the selection process is easy. I don't have a narrow product selection because my clients don't want a lot of different options. I just only show a limited selection of things at the beginning so that I make it easy for them. And I show them things that I know people like because I like them. If you show what you like and we go all the way back to step number one, that you're excited about that product, your clients will be excited about that product as well. So I hope with these 12 steps, you have gotten a better idea of how I sell wall art, the attitude that I approach it with, and hopefully you've been able to grab a tidbit or two that will help you in your design and sales process when it comes to wall art with your client. Thank you so much for joining me today for the Focal Points podcast brought to you courtesy of our friends at Enphoto. Be sure and visit our show notes page at focalpointspodcast.com. Look for this episode so you can get the download that has all these steps up so you can remember them for your future sales and your future clients. And I wish you all the best in selling wall art. And here's another little piece of homework for you. Remember at the beginning of the episode, we want you to subscribe. We want to give a review and send us maybe some names of some people that you would like to have on the podcast. I would also really love to know if you're using any of the tips that you hear on this podcast or other episodes in your business and how they are helping you grow, make more money and make your clients' lives so much better as a result of doing business with you. Let me know. I would love to hear those things. Have a great day, everyone. Thanks for joining me and we will see you next time on the Focal Points Podcast. Hey everyone, I hope you've enjoyed the program. I have a quick request. If you've enjoyed this program or enjoyed other programs that we've brought to you courtesy of Focal Points and Enphoto, I would love for you to head over to Spotify or iTunes and leave us a review. These help us more than you know when it comes to getting the word out about the program and how we can help other photographers who might be dealing with some of the same struggles that you are. We appreciate your time. We appreciate your review today.